What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, so UFC 245, totally stacked card. Uh, I'm excited for this. I'm super, super excited for this. Two of my favorite fighters are fighting on this card. If if you know me, you probably already know who that is, but I will reveal that a little bit later in, into the podcast. But yeah, I think UFC 245. Uh, it's in Vegas. I think I think it's going to be cool. I think I, I don't know. I like UFC events in Vegas. I feel that like it has a different feel to it. I just feel that Vegas. I don't know. When I think of like cities in terms of you know the the UFC, I always think of Vegas. You know, you're betting money on them, and it's just I don't know what it is like Mandalay Bay and all that kind of stuff. So and I, you know, Vegas has all the glitz and the glamour. So I think that's kind of cool. That they're going back to Vegas. But all right, so let's just dive right into this card totally stacked card i actually might have spoken too soon in one of my previous podcasts right when i talked about um ufc 244 being you know the the card of the year this this might well might as well be the card of the year i mean there's three title fights on this card um a lot of big names so anyways let's dive right into this so the first fight uh we have uriah faber fighting peter yawn and i have to say i mean I, I mean, you, you've, I, think, I think I've already mentioned this before, but I'm a huge fan of Team Alpha Male. I don't know why I'm a big fan of Team Alpha Male. I think it's because they're in, stationed in California. Um, yeah, I really don't have a reason. I just like them for some reason, even though they're, they're cringy and they don't have the best fighters, but whatever. I do like Team Alpha Male. Um, I am a big Uriah Faber fan because, I don't know, I, just, I like to cheer from fighters that are from the U.S. and on top of it, he's from California which is where I'm from. So it all kind of, it's easier for me to associate with him. Other than that, he seems like a really, really cool dude. Seems really down to earth. Um, when he was coaching the ultimate fighter, he didn't really do anything flashy. He's just wearing like jeans and, and, and like flip flops. Whereas Conor McGregor would say he looks like a 50 year old retired skateboarder. But either way though, I'm a big Uriah Faber fan. Um, Faber is a good fighter. I mean, Faber, he I mean, the only issue with Faber is that he's old. I mean, he's 40 years old. Um, he's one of the, one of the legends of the UFC. He's a great submission artist. He was retired for two and a half years. He came back and fought Ricky Simone. Um, and then surprisingly got a TKO because Uriah Faber is known to get, he's, you know, like I said before, he's a submission artist. So it was kind of surprising that he was able to drop uh, Simone the way he did. Uh, but, but something that I, you know, we all did notice in that fight with, with Ricky was that Faber did, you know, he got caught early. He did take a little bit of damage. So I, it's going to be interesting seeing him going up against someone like uh, Peter Yan, who has some serious power. I mean, I mean, Peter Yan has been just on a tear. I mean, this this dude's been looking really, really good. And what I like about Yan is that he's a very versatile striker. He has a lot of good punches, a lot of good kicks, and he does a lot of good uh, striking from close distance and like when he's grappling and from the clinch. And he's throwing and mixing in different elbows. And with this fight against I think it was was Rivera I think it was if I'm pronouncing that correctly I might be butchering these names but oh well it's early in the morning but yeah his, his fight against I think it was Rivera um he did a good job of once he established his punches and his, his overhand rights and lefts he was able to start using feints to draw him um to try and to try and draw the blocks and he was able to open up some opportunities for some kicks and stuff like that which I thought was really cool so he's a really good striker and so it's just one of those you know, old school sort of matches where you have a really good striker against a really good wrestler. Everything in my brain is telling me 
that the fight is not going to go past the first or second round, and it's going to be a TKO finish by Jan. He's going to drop Faber, and he's going to finish him. But my heart, and I'm gonna. This is my pick. I'm gonna pick Uriah Faber straight mainly, and because he's my boy, and I, I I gotta cheer for Uriah Faber. I can't be a Team Alpha male fan and not cheer for for Uriah Faber. So I really want Faber to win. I think it would be such a cool story if at like 40 years old, Faber, um, you know, gets two huge upsets and gets projected into the, um, gets into projected into a title shot. I think that'd be so awesome. So I, that that would be really cool, um, and then I think he'd fight someone like Henry. No, I think yeah, he would fight Henry Cejudo if he got it. But anyways, he needs to worry about Peter Yan. But I'm I'm going with Uriah Faber. Like I said, I'm picking with my heart uh, as as him being one of my favorite fighters. Okay, so now we have Marlon Marias versus Jose Aldo, and I I gotta be I gotta be honest. I I'm not one of those people who was very fond of. Aldo's weight cut. I didn't think he looked that good. I he I, to, in my opinion, he looked he looked a little frail and when you do drop weight, you do lose a little bit of power. So I am a little concerned for Jose. Uh Jose being one of the best, I think featherweights of all time. So I mean, he's he's a he's a he's a really good fighter. He's a little bit older. He's, you know, he's taken some losses. Um I'm not a big fan of Jose because like I said before I'm a Team Alpha male fan and he just ran through our team so <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of Jose Aldo but I I think it this more so comes down to him being a little bit older and I think the weight cut is going to affect him a bit. I'm very impressed that he made the weight because I know he's had trouble making weight but um and now we have Marlon Marias who I think he's his last fight was against Henry Cejudo if I'm not mistaken and what people don't remember about that fight is that Marias was actually winning that fight. I had Marias winning that fight um, before Cejudo took over a little bit, um, but he was doing a really good job. I mean, Cejudo had no no answer for Marias's leg kicks, and I don't know. I think Marias to me showed that he was a pretty smart fighter, and I I'm a, I'm gonna go with Marias here. I'm I'm gonna go with Marias. I think that the weight cut's gonna affect Aldo. I think he's a little bit older, um, and I think he's gonna lose some power. When he's when he's going down in weight classes, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Marias. Okay, so the next fight, and I'm pretty sure this is the next fight. Anyway, this is the next fight. Um, Amanda Nunes versus how do I? Okay, I gotta look up. I gotta look up how to say this this name. Cause I'm gonna mess it up. Oh, Jermaine Durandamy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the iron the Iron Woman. Um, I mean, I don't know how how I wouldn't pick Amanda Nunes here. Uh, Amanda Nunes is an absolute monster. She is on a tear. She took out Chris Cyborg, who Jermaine Durandamy did not want to fight and just simply vacated the belt. Um, and then I, I also I don't like the narrative where Jermaine Durandamy was necessarily scared of um, scared of Cyborg. I, I get why people would think that because she because she vacated the belt, but if, in my opinion, if you're scared of Cyborg, right, then there's no way you wouldn't be scared of Amanda Nunes, who just TKO'd Cyborg in like the first round, and it wasn't like I mean I I haven't seen Cyborg look like that ever. I mean Cyborg didn't even get a rematch with her. I mean it it was just she the way she put Cyborg out was in such a devastating fashion. And then Nunes has just been on a tear ever since. So, um, and then she's the first champ champ in uh, women's history in the UFC. 
She's an absolute monster. Now, and, and now what people forget too is that Nunez and Duranemi have fought before and Nunez won that fight. But again, that, that fight was from a very, very long time ago. Um, so I, I, I would kind of wash that fight to the side. But, I mean, I have to go with Nunez. Nunez is, is the GOAT for women's MMA right now. I mean, she's... She literally... I mean, she literally took pictures with GOATs, so... <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Nunez is going to win that fight. Uh, I've, I think out of all of the fights, I'm probably most confident in this one. I think Nunez is definitely going to win. Uh, Duran, I mean, she's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong. She just beat Aspen Ladd. And I, I, I did a video on that, actually, about how Aspen Ladd... Talked about some sort of gender discrimination, but um, I think Duranemi has a reach advantage. She does have some power too, and she's don't get me wrong. I, I you know I don't want to seem like I'm just you know breezing over her. She is a very very good fighter. Um, you know she's a, she's a hot fighter right now, but I just don't think she has what it takes to to beat Nunes. I'm going to be honest. I just I don't think she has what it takes. All right, so for the co-main event. I mean, I, this is kind of crazy to think that we have a title fight that isn't even on the co-main event. I mean, because this this card is that stacked. But anyways, um, co-main event, we have Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky. And again, Volkanovsky put away my boy Chad Mendez. But I mean, I don't know. The dude, he seems like a cool dude. I've been watching like the, what, the ES, uh, not ESPN, the UFC Embedded. He seems like a cool dude. I, th- I think that... Uh, I think that Volkanovski seems like a cool dude. He has a ton of power, though. Dude has a lot of striking, um, and he he's been on a tear lately. And I think yeah, I think Volkanovski fought Mendez. I think he I'm pretty sure he fought Jose Aldo. If he if, if he didn't, then I'm gonna get called out by by my by my friends on this podcast. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. And Volkanovski, I mean, the dude is just an animal, right? The dude he actually had an interesting story. He used to play rugby, and he used to weigh like. 230 pounds or something like that no no 214 pounds sorry i think that's what it was yeah and then then he transitioned into mma and now he's fighting at like 145 and i mean he's going up against max holloway who max holloway is just another legend of the sport um i mean the dude is just i I don't know what to say i mean max holloway is just one of the biggest names in ufc the dude is an absolute beast and uh, very good striking, very fluid movement, um, and yeah, and I don't think he's lost in this division. I think his loss against Poirier when it was when Holloway tried being a champ, champ. So I think he's still. I don't know if he's undefeated, but he's. Um, oh no, no, I think he's on a pretty big win streak in this division. But it's kind of hard to. <sighs> I'm gonna go with Holloway on this, but. Ah, this is a tough one. I mean, I think this fight's going to be closer than what people are giving it credit for. Because uh, Volkanovski, I mean, this dude this dude has some serious power and some really good striking. And he likes to incorporate a lot of body shots, which is going to be a little bit easier as a shorter fighter. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a good old-fashioned slugfest. I think this, is, this could definitely be fight of the night. This is without a doubt be the fight of the night. Um... I'm going to go with Holloway. I think this fight's going to go the distance. And again, it's it's going to be yeah, oh, oh wow, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. There's going to be the <laughs> the three events are all going to be five round five round fights because they're all title shots. So, um I mean, I'm pretty sure both fighters are conditioned fairly well. Um 
but I think that this is I think this fight's probably gonna stay on its feet if I were to guess. But I think this fight could definitely go the distance. I would go with Holloway with a um unanimous decision. Now, we get to the fight that I've been kind of speeding through this podcast to get to. But we get to the big fight, the big one, Colby Covington versus Kamara Usman. And we got to my second favorite fighter on this card, or one of my favorite fighters in general, um, Colby Chaos Covington. And I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. Um, to be clear, I'm, I'm not... I don't, I don't share similar political beliefs or or anything like that. And some people get really offended when I say I'm a Colby fan. They're like, oh, so you like Donald Trump and all you know, all that stuff you said against Brazilians or whatever. And none, none of that's true. I, I like the character of Colby Covington. Uh, Colby Covington has admitted that this is a gimmick. Colby Covington has... And his, his story is very interesting. And when I first started doing UFC podcasts, I talked about this briefly. But when you're in the UFC... You have to be able to market yourself. You can't just simply win. No one's going to watch you if, if you just win. You have to be, and you have to have some sort of personality, some pizzazz, if that makes any sense. Um, and, that, and that's what happened with Colby Covington. Colby Covington, he's a, he's a great wrestler. Um, his style of fighting isn't necessarily the most exciting, but he was winning fights and he was doing really well. Um, and the UFC told him, like, look, if you don't, make it so that we could, you know, sell your fights and be marketable, you know, you're, you're gone. We're, we're going to cut you. So Colby Covington, you know, started saying all that stuff and started talking all this trash and making himself the villain of the UFC. And it's, you know, and pe- people kind of forget that. People forget that it's a gimmick. And it, Co- Covington has openly admitted that it is a gimmick. But he has to do what he, he, has, to do what he has to do to get the uh, pay-per-views. So... I don't know. I like Colby Covington. I like a lot of trash talkers. I think it's, I think trash talking in the UFC is one of the funniest things. I think I find it so entertaining because um, I feel like in other sports people are a little bit more reluctant to trash talk to the extent that they do in the UFC. And I think it's good for the sport. I think it's great for publicity. Easy to sell fights. But you know, Colby Covington. Colby, he's a good fighter. He is a very very good fighter. Um, amazing cardio, or as he says, porn star cardio. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny, but yeah, Covington, great cardio. Um, he is a volume striker, so he doesn't really throw a lot of power in his punches, but he just he has a very good pace, and he has a very good. Um, I think he has one of the best takedown percentages in the UFC, and he has a pretty good takedown defense. And you know, Colby Covington. I don't know. I re- I really like. I think Colby Covington. I, he's he's pretty funny, but he's going up against uh, Marty Fake Newsman or Kamar Usman, who and uh, after that comment, you probably know where I'm going with this, uh, who I'm going to be picking. But Kamar Usman, uh, he's no slouch. Kamar Usman is the champ of the welterweight division, which in my opinion is the hottest division in the UFC. So I think that's kind of impressive. I think that you know the way that he beat Tyron Woodley. Um, although it was a boring fight, he did dominate that fight and made someone as deadly as Tyrone Woodley. Um, he kind of, yeah, I don't know. He, he just kind of, he just kind of manhandled Tyrone Woodley, which is impressive. Uh, Kamara Usman, they, they, they beat similar guys. Uh, they beat, you know, like Damian Maya and Kamara Usman. What I would kind of break down this fight and what I would kind of rate this fight with is sort of cardio, wrestling and striking. Um, I think with wrestling, I really think it's a, 
I, I, I thought I give that a toss up. I, I would give that a, I give that a tie. Um, I, I would say for, for striking, I would give a slight of, I mean, when I say slight, I mean a very, very slight edge to Kamara Usman simply because I think he has more power in his shots. And I think that if he lands one of his shots, there's a better chance of, of rocking Colby. Um, I think cardio, I would give just a little bit, uh, like a super slight edge, uh, to Covington because Covington is just known to put on this relentless pace. I mean, if you watch the, the Lawler fight, the Maya fight or the, um, Dos Anjos fight, I mean, Covington is putting on a very, very good pace. And I don't know. I think, <sighs> I, I think this fight is going to go the distance. I mean, both of these fighters have such an interest, such a similar style. They like to smother you. Um, they like to pin you up against the cage, kind of lay on you and, and throw some strikes. Um, I, I think where this fight is going to be sort of a, where it could get interesting is when they're on their feet. Again, I give Kamar the Usman a, an advantage in striking, but it's a very, very slight advantage. I mean, Kobe, I mean, Colby was throwing in some, um, a variety of strikes against Lawler, um, doing some stuff from the clinch, some elbows, some kicks, things like that. Uh, but I, like I said, Usman just has a lot of power. I think Covington's going to have some problems with the size of Usman. He just seems like a bigger person. Um, he carries his weight a little bit differently. Um, he just kind of looks like he has a little bit more muscle on him. So I think Colby's going to have to win. If he, he's going to have to be a very technical fighter to win this fight, um, which I think I'm going with my pick here. I have to pick my boy, Colby Covington, winning this fight. Um, Colby Covington, I mean, it, th again, this is a total toss-up. This is an absolute toss-up. Um, this could easily go the distance. I mean, this could easily this could easily even be a draw. Call me crazy, but this fight could even be a draw, which I think uh, Usman would still retain his belt if, if it did go down to a draw. But, I mean, this is such a close fight. Um, I'm going to pick Covington. I would be I'd be very impressed if Covington wins via submission or something like that, especially if he wins TKO. That would I would lose I would absolutely lose my mind if Covington won TKO. I don't think he's going to. Um, I think I think if Covington wins, I think it's going to have to be a unanimous decision. I think he's going to have to do what he did in his past three fights and essentially smother these guys. And I don't know if. If Covington could win this fight, this would just open up. And I think Covington winning this fight would be better for the UFC because he's an easier fighter to market now because everyone loves to hate Colby, right? His whole gimmick, and he just loves to piss people off. He's pissing off his teammates. I think the easiest fight to sell if Covington were to win, which I think the UFC would want Covington to win, I think that Covington... I think the easiest fight to sell after that would be Covington versus Masvidal seeing that they were, weren't just former teammates, they were roommates, and not just former roommates, they were best friends, and I've already gotten into all that, so I'm not going to rehash my whole feelings on that fight, but I think that fight would be a super big money fight, um, other than obviously Masvidal versus Connor. But yeah, so those are my picks for UFC 245. Guys, I am so excited uh, to watch this card I've been, I've been, I'm kind of nervous actually because I, I really want if honestly if just one of these guys if if Faber or Covington could win, that would make my day. If both of them win, I would absolutely freak out. Um, so those are my picks. 
we'll definitely do a podcast on the analysis and a little bit of post-fight and our thoughts on this. So um, stay tuned. Let me know what you guys think. And my name is Teddy Ragsack, and this has been TED Talk Sports.